I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisitions specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, we have a physical therapist turned executive, Alan Bible. We're going to get into his background and what he's doing with Noon Management, as well as Motion Therapy Partners and their acquiring practices. And we're going to hear about what he's doing with Noon and his team as well. First of all, Alan, welcome on the show. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate the time today. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on here. You and I connected on LinkedIn. I looked at your profile and what caught my attention was that you were working with orthopedic groups or one orthopedic group either recently or historically. And I think it was 11 or 14, so some, you know, some fairly large scale of urgent care centers, but you're a licensed physical therapist. You're trained as a, as a physical therapist. And so I was like, I, I wanted to reach out and eventually, you know, wanted to get you on the show because I wanted physical therapists and, and other clinicians and healthcare providers to know that it's possible for them to go from treating clinician to executive and also not just an executive in physical therapy but in other areas, orthopedics, other verticals in healthcare. So I, was, I found that super interesting. So can you just fill in some gaps in regards to your background and a little bit of that? And then we'll kind of jump over to Noon and the other venture that you guys are doing. Okay, yeah, good stuff, Dave. Yeah, thank you so much. So yeah, um, based here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And yeah, right out of school, I worked in the business world for Allstate Insurance Company and then went back to PT school a little bit late, kind of mid-20s. And I got out, started treating patients, outpatient setting, great experiences started having some management leadership opportunities and really haven't really treated patients in probably seven or eight years at this time, had a small business, some PT practices, staffing company, and eventually ended up working for a large health system in Tennessee. And that was really great experience to get to work with physicians, surgeons, physical therapists, OTs, speech, uh, speech pathologists, and also working with their cardiac program. And I learned kind of how it works the hospital system and eventually, I came on with a group called Noon Management. And, uh, and what we do is we focus on some real estate development opportunities, primarily in the healthcare sector. And then we have, like, we own and operate a bunch of urgent care clinics with a couple of different hospital systems. And then, yeah, additionally, like you mentioned, we have a company, Motion Therapy Partners, where we're out there looking for some acquisitions, partnerships in the physical therapy space. And um, still, it's a newer venture for us. But um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me and what we're up to. Sounds great. And just before, because I think you probably want to discuss a little bit more about new management, but in regards to motion therapy partners, like with potential acquisitions, if someone's watching this or listening, like, are you looking just in Tennessee or it depends on location, depends on state or size, but like, you know, if someone's watching or listening, like what potential areas are you guys looking at? Yeah, I appreciate that. Great question. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're, have some flexibility with that. So we are, we're not private equity backed, we're self-funded. And so we can look at some deals, maybe in a little bit different way. And, you know, the Southeast makes the most sense because we're, we're based in Tennessee for, you know, as we get started with this. However, we do have some discussions going on with some outside of that area. 
But um, that would make the most sense. We're not necessarily looking for, hey, if it's got to be 10 clinics with this um, this revenue amount, we'll strike up relationships with anybody because we, you know, we strongly believe that even if it's the not the right time right now to partner with a company, you know, maybe in one to three years when things are a little different, we can still engage and be be a value. So, so yeah, pretty open to any discussion at this time. Awesome. Just for the audience, that's motiontherapypartners.com for you guys to learn more. Is that connected to new management or are those two entities separate? Yeah, great question. So, so yeah, Noon Management is the parent company. Have a couple of partners in that, and then you know, down from Noon Management, there's Noon Development, which is more the healthcare real estate company, and um, actually several other companies in some different industries. So, yeah, that's how we're set up. Got it. And now, Noon is also since Noon is the parent company, and you said that the Therapy Partners is not PE back. So, I'm, I'm assuming Noon is also self funded as well. That's correct. Got it. Yeah, the whole so, the whole the whole entity. That's correct. Got it. So, why healthcare real estate? Yeah, the so the the founders that came together eleven years ago, a guy named John Foy and a guy named Todd Phillips. John comes from um, the real estate background in the mall industry for many many years. Was with a company that went public. Todd Phillips comes out of the finance industry, and they joined forces eleven years ago. And they had some contacts that some surgeons, some physicians that were looking to see what they could do with real estate here locally. And some of those opportunities went well, then it kind of grew to some hospital relationships. And it's it's really kind of taken off over time. There's been PT clinics and companies that have aligned with us for space. We still like that a lot. And yeah, it's been, it's just something they've got, gotten really good at. And they brought in some teams, uh, some team members that have, you know, strong background in real estate to, to focus on the healthcare side. Was uh, and, and I think you and I first chatted about this over the phone when we originally touched on the same page, but was the original thesis with those founders, was it that healthcare is stable or most healthcare practices are stable and potentially more stable than another commercial real estate tenant in order to, you know, like having stable tenants that are going to actually pay their lease, complete their lease and not really cause much issues? Is that Was that part of the original thesis? Yeah, great question. Yeah, there was. That, that's true. There was some history with that. This was 2012, 2013 when that activity started. So at that time, the retail real estate was kind of going through a harder time. And so the, you know, the risk factor for healthcare real estate made a lot more sense for the owners um, at that time to get into it. And then since then, there's been a lot of the, a lot of improvements in how we do it and how we can align with either, like I said, the hospital partner or a physician group or a PT group. You know, we, have multiple options on how we can do that with them. Got it. And what are some of your current roles and responsibilities with Noon? We align with the hospital system. So we have to be extra close to them with the uh, the operations of their facilities. And so, you know, that I have an operations team around me that's really great that, um, you know, takes care of that, runs point on many aspects. And then I do spend a fair amount of my time trying to meet PT, PT practice owners that are out there that may be good partners, so a lot of interaction with them. And then, you know, I've also spent some time trying to develop some straight, just straight real estate partners in the healthcare space. Got it. And what was like, what were the thought around pursuing the motion therapy partners acquisitions instead of just focusing on the healthcare real estate side of things with Noon? Yeah. So when I got here three years ago, the big focus was get these urgent care clinics up and running. We opened 11 in about two years. So there's a lot of energy and activity around that. We 
always kind of with my background and touching PT so much before, we always knew this would be something we would do. And then the, you know, going through the pandemic, trying to get the urgent care operations more stabilized and established was the big focus for some time. And then as the pandemic began to, you know, begin to settle down, I've always been bullish on PT. I think PT is here, here to stay for a very long time. It's hard to make PT visits into a telehealth visit. I know that's done. That's that's comp, certainly way more common than it was before. But still, that need for that brick and mortar PT visit, I think, is is huge, and it also plays into the real estate expertise we have. So that's why we bundled up motion therapy partners and pushing it out to the community. Yeah, I I totally agree. I'm having another individual or two come on the show in the near future talk about in-person visits. So whether brick and mortar or what we do, so we go to our patients and clients, so we don't have a brick and mortar, but we're going to home visits. But I agree that the home, the in-person visits with the manual therapy or some you know amount of tactile in-person component, I think is here to stay. I don't think anything's going to change that. Yeah, I agree completely. So just to clarify, so a practice owner that maybe is renting a space that would be interested in acquiring the real estate of where their practice is located? Is that what you mean? Well, possibly. That's usually going to be just a landlord that's there. But more like if they were a practice owner renting a space or they had, let's say they had four or five sites and they're renting in all locations, they want to add a brand new site, they're tired of paying rent, just seeing that money. Like, what does that look like? How do they... um there's probably nobody getting in front of PTs on a regular basis, kind of saying, "Hey, yeah, you can move. We could actually help you identify a site. You know, talk about who the who good tenants would be if you know if they wanted to either relocate a, a clinic or add a new clinic." Got it. And that's where Noon would step in. As that's right. So I would I would kind of shepherd that process along, but I would quickly get one of my Noon development team members engaged with them, and then we go on the ride together. It's kind of like we got to learn about your business, learn about the market. We can work with realtors in the area to determine if there's some land for sale that's a reasonable price. And we can even show like the pro forma for what it would look like if they were a 20% owner of the building. That's probably something a little different. Okay, cool. So, all right. So how about this, Alan? So if let's say there was like four physical therapy practice locations somewhere in Tennessee and a practice owner reached out to you guys, they were looking for a fifth location and maybe they got tired of paying rent and they were looking to maybe acquire some real estate and house that fifth location, their physical therapy location in that in that brick and mortar space, that's something that they could potentially reach out to you and, and Noon about, correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. We would be a good partner for that. So the and this, this is kind of how the, the Noon development side started many years ago was working with physicians, but but PTs are really no different. If you've um, got a few locations, you're thinking about either relocating one one spot or getting some um, getting established somewhere new in a better part of town for your business. We can help with that. We can be the group that helps identify a site. We can start to show the PT what um, an equity position looks like in the building if they want that. And it's 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 more achievable than a lot of owners probably think it could be. So yeah, we'd love to know about that and you know learn about their practice. And this could be done you know completely separate that you know from being um, necessarily like partnered or acquired by Motion Therapy Partners. We could just be really the real estate partner. And um, part of that process is just a particular example is if there was going to be, you know, PT clinic that wanted to come over and get 2,500, 3,000 square feet in a site, and maybe the building needs to be 10,000 square feet. 
you know, for the economics of it to work for everyone, we would work with that PT owner on who good tenants might be, whether it's urgent care or some rotating specialists through that site, primary care, um, you know, pharmacy. There's, you know, some things that make sense that go well together. We've done a lot of that. So, yeah, we would um, enjoy the opportunity to learn about PT owners out there and see what we could do for them. And how much would either you or your team kind of shepherd along that process for a practice owner potentially interested? Yeah, a very long way. So we kind of do from the very beginning to a discussion all the way to, you know, boom, the building is done, tenants are in, and we can manage the property afterwards. So we go through all of that. And um, I usually stay pretty involved in the beginning, you know, to learn about the the PT practice can even help with some kind of high level, hey, does it make sense to try to grow into this area? We've got, you know, if needed, a lot of analytics and, a, you know, a team that can look at that. And then um, pretty quickly on, I would introduce the owner to our noon development team who would start some site, you know, looking at some sites, let's see if the economics even, you know, pass the sniff test to go to another, to go to the next step. And then, you know, yeah, usually all along the way until leases are signed or, you know, contracts are signed for the project to be a go, I'm pretty involved in that. And then eventually the noon development team kind of, you know, runs with the specifics when construction starts and we manage that process, um, which even be a possible capital partner with them along the way. So love to just explore ideas and we can stay flexible um, to make some of these things happen. Got it. So like in that example, four locations looking for a fifth location, that practice owner could go find their own real estate on their own. They'd have to, you know, get the, more of their own capital to acquire that real estate, spend more time and effort in acquiring that real estate, if they were doing it on their own or with their team. Yeah. Uh, or they could find a place where they're going to rent, but then they're going to have to just sign a lease and evaluate it and all that and make sure it's it's for them. Yeah. Uh, but you guys would be somewhere in the middle as like a partner. So maybe they would put some capital down or I don't, maybe you guys are flexible on that. They're going to put some in. You're going to put some in. You guys work out what makes sense. but you then have other resources and and help so that they can acquire that real estate instead of like if they're sick of paying a landlord then they don't then you guys would be or together as partners potentially be the owners of that practice that location and then maybe you help them with renting out the other space like you said if there's like additional space that they would not need for their physical therapy practice yeah no exactly yeah we would be partners if they want to be uh equity partners in the, in the real estate operate, you know, real estate project itself, we will be too. And, uh, and yeah, got, got to go in together, all get in the same boat together and move forward. That's exactly right. Awesome. What are some other scenarios that you guys are either interested in or maybe come across or have come across in regards to the, the healthcare real estate continuum? Yeah. So we've done a fair amount with, you know, you'll get to know a practice or be aligned with one of your partners and they'll want to expand to an area and there's, there's just not any any raw land, so it you know it needs to be need to look at a renovation um, because the e- economics may dictate that. There's one location in it's it's here in in uh, southeast Tennessee that was it was an old Rite Aid, so it was a Rite Aid that had been closed for for some time, and so there were some uh, some healthcare operations companies that wanted to go in there. So we uh, took the Rite Aid actually partnered with a physician on the deal and um, converted it into a radiology center, urgent care. And there's also an independent physician in the practice. I'm sorry, in the building. So that was a different creative way to make sure these these entities were able to locate to that part of town. 
without having to do a brand new build on raw land that would have been very expensive in this area. I mean, it's still an expensive project to go through. It took a lot of time and energy, um, but ultimately, you know, it, it, it allowed everybody to plant a flag in that part of town. Yeah, that makes sense. And typically, Rite Aids or any of the CVS or Walgreens are usually like large spaces and they don't really have a lot of walls, right? So it's a big space. And then you probably had to kind of chop it up and divide it up with a bunch of walls and hallways and things like that, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, a lot of complexities with that, yeah, for sure. And, you know, definitely a, an interesting project, that one there. Got it. Have you seen, because other podcast guests have come on and we talked about if they were, if the practice owner was looking to sell, if they own the real estate and they own the practice, we've heard a lot where that can sometimes kill the deal or it's challenging. Sometimes the real estate is worth more than the practice and they want some number, they want X. but if the practice is not doing better, like if the practice is worth less and the real estate is worth more, there's sometimes a challenge with valuations and, and getting getting to an agreement of what the owner, the seller believes that it's worth versus you or another buyer. And then there's some buyers out there that are only looking like us, like we're only looking to buy practices. We're not looking to buy real estate. Obviously, I'm in New York City, so the real estate is a lot more expensive. But have you come across any situations like that where... Either you know the real estate has killed deals, or where the real estate is worth more than the practice, and then that becomes a challenge or an issue in the negotiations and the conversations. Yeah, no, that can you know it's um, it can be great to own your own real estate, and um, and it, but it can be challenging if you're yeah you have a series of clinics and uh, the the best buyer for the clinics may not want to have too much to do with the real estate. So that can, that can kind of clock up the process. Definitely understand that. So yeah, we would be a place that, uh, you know, we are looking to, you know, acquire practices and build a network. Uh, I think we have a good, you know, operational foundation to do this. And then that real estate piece, yeah, we could be the easy button for that since we, we do so much. So we would, we would look at that um, kind of the new development side, real estate side, we'll look at as like, okay, this is a, let's look at this real estate project independently. Let's see who else is in the building. Let's see what's going on in the area. Are the rents going to make sense to acquire this building and hold it for some time? And possibly the PT practice is now a tenant. It could be that that, that owner wants to partner with us on the building and, and do more on the on the lot. It kind of go a lot of different ways. Um, but that's a really good question. And, and definitely here, the way we approach PT owners and position ourselves out there in the market this comes up a fair amount. You've got somebody that owns some real estate with their practice, um, but usually not all locations. It's usually one or two of a um, of a few, if you will. Got it. Uh, let me jump back over to Motion Therapy Partners. So if you guys with the acquisition arm of Noon, are you looking like with practices that potentially reach out to you guys, if they are, they have a lease agreement, they don't own that real estate. Is that something that would immediately disqualify them? Like, would you guys not be interested in those practices because they would potentially be looking to just sell the practice? And maybe that landlord, you maybe you will want to go speak to that landlord, but let's just say if the landlord's not looking to sell, is that a deal or a situation that you guys would not be interested in at this time? No, no, that's a great question. No, we would still be very open to that. And most of the most of the practices we are talking to they are ju- they are just tenants and they they have a good PT practice going in the space and um that's what you know that yeah with just within the motion therapy partners arm that's still a great fit we like that a lot you know whether the whether they have one year left on their lease or five years 
yeah, we'll be looking at that individual practice, the practice operation itself is something that would work for work well for us. And it may turn out, you know, after we partner acquire someone like that, uh, years down the road, there could be, okay, now it makes sense to do something um, from a real estate standpoint in this area while we continue to operate and grow the PT practice or practices. Yeah, good question. Yeah. And with any of these, I mean, there, there's a lot of, you know, there's like a sliding scale of like what's possible with uh, any practice exits, acquisitions, partnerships. Uh, there's a whole bunch of terms and, and, and phrases. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like an entity like us or uh, Therapy Motion Partners or Noon. I mean, if you guys are going to or if we're going to enter a, some type of a deal or a partnership or a transaction, you know, it's going to be typically for over 51, you know, 51 or more percent in order to have some type of a, you know, like most of the time we're not making minority investments. So it's going to be some type of a partnership or a deal. What are you guys looking for or comfortable with in regards to like 60, 70, 80% of a deal versus an owner who wants to get out and wants to sell a hundred percent. And then you got to, that we all, you and us and everyone, we all have to look at like, is there someone that can run the show day to day? Is there someone that can, that is already running the show? Is the owner absentee? How do you guys look at some of those things? Yeah, great question. I think, I think a lot of us have a similar, you know, sort of an initial approach to how to, how to think about what the model should look like. And, and, you know, kind of like I said earlier, I mean, we're, we would be super flexible on wherever the owner wants to be on, on uh, the initial discussion or their possible position. So, yeah, that's a good question. And, yeah, typically we're not looking for um, a more minority position, but that could happen. So I hate to say it just depends, but it does depend. But, yeah, some of the more traditional models are kind of what come to mind first. Um, and that can often work very well for the PT owners, but not always, not always. Every, every one of these is, is a little bit different. Why don't we wrap up with like a final exit point in regards to uh, what you guys are doing, what you're looking for, maybe potential, you know, goals or, or growth ideas that you're looking to potentially get into if, if things line up. We would definitely love to hear from any PT practice owners that are out there that uh, might be looking for some kind of partnership or acquisition, kind of lining up about an exit strategy. We understand those are those are big things to go through, long conversations and, uh, bu- you know, building of relationships. And we can we can be that place to, to start the process. And then as far as, you know, anything with healthcare, real estate, whether it's a PT watching this or, you know, some other some other clinician that is on the, the ownership side, looking to grow, looking to change. We can be a partner for that as well, even where the, um, the, the clinician has equity in a project. So, yeah, I think we can be a lot of different things. Um, that's how we've come up over the last few years and, um, you know, look forward to those discussions. Great. So anyone listening, clinician, practice owner, healthcare provider or other or, or business person outside of the clinician roles, what's a good place for them to connect with you, whether one of the websites, LinkedIn, email address, whatever you're interested in sharing? Yeah, no, appreciate that. Yeah. So um, definitely LinkedIn is a great one. So Alan Bible and then uh, Noon Health. So that's N-O-O-N Health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And then uh, motiontherapypartners.com. So that's motiontherapypartners.com. You can get us there as well. Excellent. Alan, appreciate your time. If you guys find this interesting, helpful, or insightful, go ahead, hit subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify. You'll be notified of future episodes like this once they're published. And we'll catch you next time here on The Dave Kittle Show. Thank you. Awesome, Dave. Thanks for having me. 
Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.